0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this is the third talk on the third noble truth, the noble truth of the cessation of suffering. Now, some of you um, might know that a very central teaching of Buddhism and Buddha himself is the idea of dependent co-arising, the idea that things occur in dependence and other factors being present as well, that nothing exists spontaneously without any relationship to anything else, that all things arise in relationship to other things that are also happening, just prior to it or while it's happening. And, um, and this idea of conditionality, that things arise based on conditions, is uh, over and over again emphasized in the teachings of the Buddha. And there's many reasons for this, in many ways that people are inspired by these teachings. And some people will dig deeply into the philosophy, the psychology, the mysticism, of conditionality and interdependence, and all these things. Oh, in the early teachings of the Buddha, uh, the uh, one of the central purposes of understanding that things arise because of conditions, that nothing arises spontaneously without any connection to anything else, and nothing is, and there's nothing which is permanent. Nothing which is exists independent of conditions, uh, and so is unchanging, and and always been there, and always will be there. Uh, that all things arise conditionally, and if the conditions change, they will cease and pass away in some way or other. And um, the um, um, now in the early teachings of the Buddha. Uh, uh, in the process by which the buddha became awakened there's various descriptions of this one of the descriptions uh places a, a central role for cessation nirodha the third noble truth in the understanding or in the coming out of an understanding of dependent co-arising that things arise because of conditions and um and it's presented in the story of one of the stories of the buddha's process of awakening uh, in very strong emphasis, very strong terms. And um, in this uh, particular for, uh, formulation or story, the Buddha realized what's known as a twelvefold chain of dependent co-arising, how 12 factors come into play in the creation of suffering. But rather than emphasizing that the important understanding is conditionality, the important understanding is seeing how things are dependent on each other, the Buddha uh, makes a different conclusion. It's kind of like, this. this is the, the, um, the um, not the refrain exactly, but the culminating insight that comes after the Buddha for the first time understands these 12, uh, the process of 12-fold dependent co-arising. And, um, and so this is what, um, so he's realized that t- dependent co-arising, how deeply everything is arising conditionally, And then he exclaims, the the way the language is written, it's really like a, wow, this is how things are. And so the Buddha says, um, with the understanding of conditionality, he says, arising, arising, thus regarding things unheard before, there arose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom, true knowledge, and light. So those are grand terms. So what he's emphasizing here is not that he saw conditionality, but rather the conditionality broke up the, this idea that anything is permanent, that anything is constant and unchanging. And that was what he, th- wow, this is not constant. It's inconstant, it arises. And then he understood uh, seeing all those 12-fold chain of dependent co-arising, he saw how they, uh, if the conditions cease, all the others cease and there's a cessation of, of, um, of suffering. And uh, this is a 12-fold chain of dependent cessation as opposed to the 12-fold chain of dependent arising. And when he saw this, He said something, he said similar kind of words of exclamation, of celebration almost, that now he had an insight, but he made it even more important, like more uh, penetrating how valuable this next insight was. And now he saw, in seeing the cessation of things, he said the same thing. In regard, he said, cessation, cessation, regarding things unheard before, there rose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom, true knowledge, and light. But then he went on, went on and said, added, that this was a breakthrough with through wisdom. Breakthrough means that he experienced the first stage, first insight of awakening, of liberation. He didn't experience that with seeing arising, only with seeing the cessation did he have this, what he called a breakthrough, and even more significantly, he claimed that with this breakthrough uh, that showed him cessation, um, he understood that this is the path of awakening. And this is the path of awakening that he taught for all you know his years. That what was a path of awakening, that this is not seeing conditionality by itself, but how seeing how things arise conditionally That allowed him to break the trance, the enchantment of idea that anything is permanent, including our suffering, and was able to then to begin having insight into how suffering arises and passes, how our psychophysical experiences comes and goes, arise and passes. And and when we do this in meditation, we're really... uh, you know, not looking at mountains and seeing them arise in passing, but rather we're seeing the arising and passing of experience moment by moment in our moment to moment living as we meditate. The opportunity of meditation is that we don't have to think about the past and the future. We don't have to think about abstractions and big ideas when we meditate. It's possible to settle enough to go to what's called the building blocks of our experience, kind of like the, the most basic uh, ways in which we experience. Part of the reason why we relax deeply in meditation and have a very peaceful, quiet mind is not only to have a peaceful mind, but that quiet mind is very much in touch with the moment-to-moment flow of experience as it's happening. Many years ago, there's I, I, or not so many years ago, I go hiking up nearby in the hills here, and uh, there's a lot of tree roots that come out into the trails off. And um, it's a regular thing for me to be going along and, and maybe, I don't know, thinking about something or I don't know what I'm doing. And um, and the side of my eye, I notice, I see, there's a snake in the trail. and um, And that's my body kind of reacts to the snake. But then I look down and I see that it's just a uh, snake-like root that's uh, poking out of the ground that's kind of winding itself across the trail. So there is a seeing in the direct experience of something that has a shape, long and narrow, snake-like shape. And then my mind constructs it as a snake. And it's not really accurate. And once in Thailand, I did the opposite. It was dusk. And uh, so I didn't see so well. I was walking in a jungle where they have very poisonous snakes. But I wasn't thinking about snakes. And, um, and there was a wide road, you know, I think wide enough for a car, a uh, dirt road in the jungle. And um, there was a branch laying, a lar- large tree branch. It was laying across the road. And just, I don't know why, I just wasn't thinking about it too much. But uh, I wasn't thinking at all. Um, but I stepped, as I walked, I just stepped on the branch turned out the branch was a 6 foot or more longer snake and the snake immediately started moving and boy did i move fast after that so there i saw a, a, i saw a, i saw a branch for what was a snake so it turns out that in our, our mind constructs uh, reconstructs reality and occasionally it's not so accurate but even when it's accurate it still makes a concept, an idea of what is. The deeper dimensions of insight meditation is to let the conceiving part of the mind get quieter and quieter, so that we just see, when we see the branch, we just see on the trail, for example, we just see the shape, the texture, the, the color. We just see the building blocks from which we then construct snake or branch. Sitting in meditation, we start seeing the immediacy of our feelings of pleasure and pleasant and unpleasant, sadness and joy. And before it's it's constructed into um, I'm having an unpleasant experience or this is going to be a bad day or I'm a bad person because I'm having sadness or I'm a great person because I, I'm happy. And we build all these edifices of all kinds of things based on very ba- what originally was very simple data. And it, when we can come down to that level, then we see that in fact everything is coming and going, arising and passing, and it's not solid and fixed. And even the concepts we have that we tend to get lost in and tend to kind of assume that things are more permanent, concepts have a, a kind of a, Filter of giving some kind of permanence to experience because an idea, ideas are kind of unchanging in a certain way. But if it's they're not, they just also come and go in the mind. And so it's this experience of the flow of of our experience, the uh, dynamism of moment to moment that we can experience when the mind gets focused, unified, quiet, and clear that then we see things arising, and more importantly, we see them ceasing. And uh, to get a little sense of how this is a possibility of freedom, uh, that ceasing, the cessation, uh, when things cease, before they arise again, in that gap, who are you? When you have no thoughts to tell you who you are, when for a moment thoughts have ceased and before the next thought arises, and you can't use thoughts to tell yourself who you are, who are you? When when, uh, for a moment something ceases that's been bothering you, and before it reappears in the next moment, but the moment in between in the changing flow of experience, there, there's a kind of freedom, a kind of peace, a kind of powerful teacher, teaching. There we can see the hints, the evidence that what it's like to have this cessation of the cause and conditions and, and experience that has to do with suffering. So for the Buddha, uh, really for the first time seeing how thoroughly and completely the, his experiences, is, is in the is a flow, is a rising and passing of phenomena, led him to uh, exclaim. Uh, arise, some, arise combining these two, arising and ceasing, rising and cessation, regarding things unheard before, there arose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom. True knowledge and light. A break. This was a breakthrough through wisdom, and I realized the path to awakening. So, arising uh, and passing, the cessation. This is a, one of the fundamental insights of the Buddha, and I'll talk more about that tomorrow. So. Um, Thank you for today and thank you for this chance to do some teaching and I hope that um, your day is good and that you um, spread your goodwill wherever it's possible. Thank you.